Welcome to the Living and Thriving with a Chronic Illness podcast. You'll be joining Smiling Sonia on her daily morning walk. She shares information and personal insights into her own journey managing flare-ups of her condition, Molloray's meningitis. Sonia here. It's Tuesday the 1st of September 2020. Gosh, the start of a, a new month and today is my first day back at work after being off sick for two, almost two months since uh, being hospitalised with viral meningitis for the sixth time. This morning I want to talk about uh, control being in control or not but before that just to in terms of my preparation for today uh, yesterday was the third night in a row that I got to bed before 10 o'clock and I had written out my evening and morning routines into my physical journal so as well as keeping this audio journal I also have a physical journal not that I'm writing every day and I, I intentionally uh, got into bed. I, I just, I was doing something at 9.30, I stopped. And I, although I didn't go and look at my checklist, because I'd written it at a second time, I knew what I wanted to do. And one of the things I said I wanted to do was to put out my exercise clothes, get my stuff together so that in the morning, I'm kind of not rushing around and having to go back up and down the stairs. So that worked. Uh, and every, everything's a test as well, because what I realized was I, I hadn't put out my cap, and I always use my cap. And uh, I, had, I hadn't put my gloves out, and because the weather's dropped by 10 degrees, as it does this year, this time of the year, I should say, uh, I've got my gloves with me. I, I wanted to talk about control because when when I was when I was diagnosed with viral meningitis back in 2013 it was and I'd had that I had my second attack that year I had the attack in February and I was off for a few months and I went back not because I was ready to go back but because I was worried about finances, money. Uh, that I, you know, I was the main breadwinner, and you know, if my money, if my my income would, was cut through sick pay, you know, how was I going to cover um, the bills, etc. And I had a second attack. Clearly, I went back too early, so I had to take more sick time. And then the following year. I had a third attack, so I had three attacks in the space of two years, and I must, during that period, I felt that I didn't have much control over any part of my life, really. I had this this illness, this chronic illness, that at any time, it was like a time bomb, any time I, you know, I could end up in hospital again. 
So I didn't feel that I had any control over what was happening to me health-wise. Uh, my weight was spiralling. I didn't have any control of my eating. I, I, was, I was in a job that was stressful. I, I was being advised to work part-time, but I didn't have, you know, financially, I felt that, that, you know, there's no way that I could do that. And I was in constant fear of becoming ill and, and not being able to perform at work. And as a manager as well, uh, in an organization, one of the things you want to feel that you do have some control, okay? And I was feeling that I didn't even have control over, over, over that part of my life. Now, things did change when I decided to educate myself. I, I realized that money, I realized that the, the, the problem was that I didn't have enough money. I, I had thought about ways of making, you know, how can I get some extra income in? But with an illness, suffering fatigue, uh, tiredness, you know, to, to find more work, wasn't really, I felt wasn't a possibility at that time, although I was looking. And what I decided to look at was actually, how can I create some kind of buffer? How can I create some kind of financial buffer really? And then I, I as I was researching, I came across uh, the term emergency fund and I had heard about emergency fund before and that you're supposed to have three to six months, blah, blah. But I never felt that I was in a position to do it. It, was, it just felt like it was too much. It was, you know, too much hard work. But, you know, when you're feeling desperate, and at that time I decided, look, what can I take control of? There are, there are some things that are outside of my control, but there are, there are things that I can take some control over. And the more that I, I read books and I listened to podcasts, etc., I realized that actually all I needed to do was to, it was to start, start small. And, and so what I did was I just focused on um, building a, 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 an emergency fund of just a month, a month's worth of my um, living expenses. And I took, I, I, I learned a ton of stuff and, uh, you know, and, and started taking action. And there were only small things that I had some control over. Now, and we're talking about five years later, but I now have an emergency fund of in excess of six months of my living expenses. When I was, when I was in hospital two months ago, and knew that I was going to be off, and not not knowing whether it was going to, how long it was going to be, I didn't have that same stress that I had seven years ago, five years ago when I had a third attack, attack, and and even a couple of years ago. I didn't have that same stress of just worrying that I would have to, you know, what if I'm not well enough? 
and I have to go back to work and the anxiety. I'm starting back today without that anxiety that I had years ago when I was just, because of the worry and the stress, I wasn't, I wasn't getting well. And I went back to work and I had a relapse. And, you know, I may, may have a relapse. And if I need to take extended sick pay, I do have that financial buffer. And that's just because, although it felt as if I didn't have control over a number of things, and I don't have control over the dis dis disease that I have, but there are some things that I can do that just gives me a bit of peace of mind and uh, just reduces that stress. And having that, that financial buffer, and it just started with just taking an action to just build a very small emergency fund. And once you start, then you, you know, you just keep going. So what I'd like today, and you know, as you're list watching this, because I've actually done a video today, and of course this is part of my, my podcast series on my viral meningitis recovery journey. Uh, I've, I have a Facebook group and it's called Living and Thriving with a Chronic Illness. And in that group, I, I'm sharing tips and strategies, um, the tools that I've used to uh, create a, a sort of a buffer for myself, really, uh, peace of mind, uh, so that, uh, you know, for those areas of our life that we don't feel that we have control over, that is something that we can do. That's something that we can correct for ourselves. And I, I have some really fun ways to sort of start building uh, an emergency fund that's that financial that buffer just in case you you know you do have a medical emergency just in case you do have to take that extra time off work and um, where you you may have to drop your pay or you may have to you know you may actually not get paid so what I'd like you to do is uh, go over to my uh, Facebook group and uh, and so just take a look at what I have inside and we can have a chat as well okay you take care bye for now